0: Guys, welcome to today's episode of Black Famous. Uh, Super excited for this episode today. I mean, I feel like I'm excited for pretty much every episode, so I guess that's moot. (laughs) But uh, I think this episode today is going to be really, really dope. Um, I've got my friend Joan here. She's today's guest. Hi,
1: Joan. Hi, Mo, and everyone in Internet Land. Woo, Internet
0: (sighs) Land. Um, So, Joan,
1: who are you, and why? Who am I, and why? That's it. That's very deep for this early um (laughs) uh i'm joan i work with mo at um ye Oldie candy factory um (laughs) which is super fun um and i enjoy following animals on instagram i mean really who doesn't i don't know i feel like some people think that it's not an important part but i don't know it brings a lot of joy to see you know this guy who runs a tiger sanctuary in mexico or even this lady who has a beautiful green-eyed cat. England. Oh my
0: god! I just I love looking at tiny creatures.
1: Just, our, lives our lives are hard. Our are hard enough, and you know, I'm that brings me joy. So, so that's that's my reason for being. Basically, oh.
0: well, you know what? I think that's a pretty fantastic reason <laughs> to be terribly honest. Um, sidebar: I follow a elephant sanctuary on Ooh. Instagram. Um, it's I think it's like the, the Instagram handle is like D W. Tea. It's like the David something sanctuary okay. and all these beautiful ele- elephants that get rescued Aww. from poachers and uh, little babies that have been orphaned mm. and they get to play together and they release them back into the wild. And if you just want to cry for a while Aww. about how beautiful humanity can be, you should might. probably look it up. Maybe,
1: yeah. I think I do. Okay. That's uh, what I'm doing after this. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, so today's song is a really baller baller song it yes, is called it is. if you love me by the r&b lady group brownstone uh, i believe this song came out in it was released in 1994 um, so it was made up the, of these three very beautiful so ladies. So beautiful. Oh my God. <laughs> They're like, all of them. I was like,
1: I hope you got some like good commercial work out of this. Cause you are all amazing. Yeah.
0: Really, really stunning. Uh, three young ladies who were signed to Michael Jackson's MJJ music label. Um, after like a year after they ended up forming the group. Uh, the three ladies were Monica, also known as Mimi Dolby. Uh, Charmaine Maxina, a.k.a. Maxie Maxwell, and Nicole Nikki Gilbert. Now, one thing that I really noticed with a lot of these, like, R&B groups back in the day, they loved having them some nicknames. Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> I saw, I, like, briefly scanned the Wikipedia page last night, and I was like, was this just a, you were required to have a nickname, or, like, what? What? I think it was like one of those
0: things to make, um, make you seem like you knew the group intimately.
1: That makes sense. Like, yeah. hey, like you're
0: getting, it's like, it, uh, the monkeys or the Beatles were mm-hmm. like, these are these young ladies from, well, not Liverpool, but, <laughs> and we're going to introduce you to them and you're going to love them as much as we do.
1: Right. They are your best friends. Yeah. So you can call them Maxi. Maxie. Mm-
0: and these nicknames are really kind of Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, her name is
1: Charmaine Maxina, which is an amazing, like, <laughs> royal empress name. So, like, good for her. Right?
0: I, I'm really glad that you thought that because I was just like, I kind of wish my name was Charmaine. I like know. It's such a strong name, too. <sighs> Uh, so yes, the song uh, is off of their first album called "From the Bottom Up," which was released, I believe in 1994 or 95. Uh, and this was the uh, chop, the, the top charting uh, single. Uh, the two other singles they had were "Great Line." Um, which is also spelled with a V and a
1: Y. I saw that.
0: Um, I think that was to make it extra funky. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) And um, I I forget what the other song was, but it was like a cover of an Eagle song. Yes,
1: it was a cover of an Eagle song, and... I can't remember what it was right now, but I was just like, "Really, an Eagles song? <laughs> like this uh, is like this is making you cooler?" Or I, well, I don't understand, but okay. Well, as a side
0: note, um, another band that redid a like, uh, like an eighty like a song that you wouldn't expect them to do. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, why can't I remember? They covered. Um, Peter is Hard to Say I'm Sorry As Yet oh, yes it was a, okay. a, 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 a male uh, uh, R&B group called As Yet okay. who had a huge hit with their acapella version of It's Hard to Say I'm Sorry
1: I could see that actually because that was so like 80s synthy mm-hmm. like I feel like you could strip a lot of that away and that could be actually a beautiful song yeah um, I, I think
0: it was like it was one of those things like hey we're so versatile we can approach all these different types of yeah. music and kind of make it our own and put our own little spin on on it i think that was the inspiration for a lot of those like early 90s like r&b covers of like pop rock or soft rock hits it was just like hey we're throwing something a little different at you we're like we're multi-talented we can cover all of them so it's always like super out of left field and sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't <laughs> sometimes it was like su- like with as yet which is definitely going to get talked about another episode of this podcast mm-hmm. it super works and then at, at other times it's just like, like trying what, too hard. Guys. Yeah, it's trying mean, way too hard. Uh, but back to the song. Yeah. Um, so the song was actually nominated for a Grammy nice. uh, well n- done, in 1996. Brownstone. Okay. Um, for like best R&B performance of the year, and do you know who they lost to?
1: 1996. Yes. A oh, big man. song in
0: 1996.
1: Uh, what was I doing in 1996? Um, I was in...
0: I was 11, I think, in 1996. I was 11 I was, or 12.
1: Yeah, I was 14. So I was a little older, but like... ah. If you give up, that's okay. Can I, can I, can I have a hint?
0: Um, it was another group of three young ladies.
1: Oh. Um,
0: very, very popular. When I tell you, you're going to be like, oh, obviously then.
1: Is it... Is it like... Is it en vogue or... Um, no, they TLC. Say, they
0: sit. Which was the...
1: TLC? Ding, ding, ding! Yay! They
0: lost to TLC for the song Creep.
1: Oh, uh, okay. I feel like, I give. That, let's give that one to TLC. Yeah, that's, no. That's a that's, deserved Grammy. That's
0: a very deserved Grammy, <laughs> yeah. because that song is fantastic. It, <laughs> it's, it is. It's a timeless, timeless classic. So maybe let's just, uh, let's start getting into the video. Yeah. Um oh So my gosh. as a note, and I probably will post both of the videos when I post this episode up. So when I originally sent Joan the music video for this, I just assumed like, oh, it's on YouTube. That's the first video. That's what it is. It is not the original video it is a acapella version of the song
1: which you should all listen to because it's so beautiful and amazing yes. and i saw briefly that the song has been sampled and i didn't listen to any of the samples but um but it's their voices are so amazing and it's just it's almost with all of the the Backing tracks stripped out, it sounds almost more contempor It sounds a lot more contemporary. Yes. Um, so definitely listen to that, but also watch the real video because not only does that video not have the backing track, but it doesn't have some amazing parts of the actual video. <laughs> yes. So watch both. Yes. It'll be worth
0: it. So I think we'll start with the actual videos. Yes. It, 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 I, that makes the sense. The real video, So because it, it incorporates both the Akabala stuff plus the other oh excuse me. Uh the other storyline. Yes. Which is uh so in the opening of the video, it opens in a way that a lot of like R and B videos of that time open up. They're in a room, they have all different beautiful hairstyles. Mm -hmm. One has like short cropped hair, the other one has these long box braids, and the other one has another like braided situation going on. And the camera, like, it, like, opens up, it fades up, and they're singing behind a pane of glass that has water trickling Yeah.
1: Down. That was a thing in the 90s, yes. right? I've, yes. this, I've definitely seen that in other videos. Oh, for I sure. I don't have, like, a list of them, but I was like, this is a thing. Like, yeah. So I was like, okay.
0: Thematically, that is completely and totally a thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they're all wearing, like, white, like, giant white button-up shirts, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like anything else. It's hard to tell based on how the yeah, video was shot. I don't think shot. they're
0: wearing pants. Yeah. I think it's just, so like, it's just kind like, of sexy. Yeah, they're like, oh, I
1: just woke up in my boyfriend's shirt. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so, so, yeah, it starts so it with that. So it starts with that, and then makes sense. With all the
0: other singing scenes, like, they're on a street, they're, mm-hmm. like, like an urban street yeah, corner. Yeah, it's
1: very, like, fake urban street corner. <laughs> yes, it's like
0: a soundstage, they, basically. Yeah, it
1: looks very much like a soundstage. It also, like, has a the way they're dressed seems very, like, trying too hard. Especially the one has, like... Their hairstyles have changed, except for the cropped-haired girl. The one who had the very long braids in the first um, sexy waterfall shot now has, like, Princess Leia buns. Yeah,
0: which was which was totally a thing. Yeah. That was a total well, she thing. Well,
1: she's, like, trying to be T-boss, I think, because she's yes. also wearing the, the crop top... To reveal her amazing abs. Okay, the crop top
0: game in this video is so on point. <laughs> it made me feel so insecure about
1: myself. Yeah, I
0: was like, girl,
1: what are you doing to But also, such amazing that,
0: abs? that also was actually a really huge big style. Like, yes. my sisters, I remember them having, like, tiny little belly shirts and the huge, like, uh, I think the brand was Carl Kanai oh, or okay. um, Gerbo jeans. And that was, like, the big... The thing was to have, like, it was the street, um, which... It was like a street yet sweet style, which mm-hmm. is something that was attributed to Aaliyah. Aaliyah definitely uh, that did the yeah. big baggy clothes with like tiny, tiny shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was just a thing I, as a kid, I never understood because I was just like, that's just so much to reveal. It is.
1: <laughs> yeah. You have to have a lot of self-confidence there. And I noticed, I kind of went down a little like, in vogue TLC rabbit hole after Mm. watching this video and saw, like in every video, there is the one girl who's wearing the like super tight crop top and like Mm. the baggy pants and there's a lot of ab situation happening.
0: Like it is like a surround sound (laughs) ab situation for sure. It's it's amazing. And it's just like every scene, I'm just like these stripy, cute, adorable. I'm like... Why not me? Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Why not me? I hope she came out with a workout video because she could have made a lot of money. (laughs) So much
0: money. So interdispersed with these like scenes of them lounging and singing Mm -hmm. or on the fake urban soundstage and singing. There's also they're traveling around in a sweet classic convertible. Yeah. And just like Riding around town. Oh, oh! I'm getting ahead of myself. So even before like maybe like the first like minute of the video, there's three shots of three different dudes. Mm-hmm. One is a very sensitive looking young man with roses and he looks like he's been like stood up or something. And he <laughs> looks super sad about life. And then the next one is like this. Muscled Adonis with no shirt on. Yeah, yeah. all oiled up, like super the the greasiest dude ever. Like throw sand on him, he's gonna slip away. Yeah, he's Um, and he's like exercising on a street.
1: Yeah, he's just like lifting. We just lifting weights on like the stoop like (laughs) yeah but like on his stoop just like
0: like bench pressing and like doing bicep curls and you're like what
1: yeah okay um and then
0: a little bit later in the video which i don't know why they didn't show him along with the other two guys is a young man who's driving a bus he's like a bus driver yes yes and he's wearing a bandana and he's got like dreads and he looks kind of like 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 kind of like rugged thuggish sexy, and i'm just like that's not a uniform for a bus driver.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah, I didn't, I actually did not get that he was a bus driver. I just, he was like sitting on the steps of the bus, looking kind of sad about life. Yeah. And I was like, and no, I, I didn't, like, it makes sense that he would be a bus driver. Right. Because later like you someone see him like driving around.
0: I'm like, uh, oh, that's you the bus driver? Okay, yeah. Like, he doesn't really look like a good bus driver, but I don't know where this is supposed to be shot. So I, I guess, have guess, yeah. No I idea. mean, maybe they
1: don't have uniforms where he drives buses. Right. I, I don't know his life. <laughs> So yeah, so they're cruising around. The three girls are
0: cruising around, looking very like, uh, like almost like Vato chic with their plaid shirts, and it's like <laughs> the top button is just button Yeah. and their baggy jeans and crop tops. And they're cruising the neighborhood, and each one of them picks up Sad Guy. Yeah,
1: and so they're related, Sad Guy. Yeah,
0: and they're like, hey, come ride with us on our really awesome convertible. So they're basically like cruising and picking up these dudes.
1: Yeah, which
0: is I think. Very empowering and kind of cool. Yeah, um,
1: but it's it's unclear from the video. I mean, you see them in the beginning and you're like, wait, where, are those like your boyfriends? What? Or are you just like, you're just, we're just setting the stage for like, that's the guy. Like, exactly. You're, you're I wasn't sure,
0: especially sad guy with roses. Cause it's like, wait, mm, did mm-hmm. you just guys, did you break up with him? Like, I wasn't sure what, what story. Where that was going, yeah. where Like where it was going to end. So yeah, so excuse me. Um, They go throughout the video. They're occasionally picking up these dudes And by the end, I'm like, oh, so this is like a group date situation. (laughs) (laughs) So it ends well then. (laughs) I guess.
1: I do want to say the one, I think the Roses guy is like... He appears to be a waiter at a cafe. Yes. He's a
0: server. And he's
1: so he's like serving some tables at this at the outdoor part of the cafe, and the sweet ride pulls up with the ladies, and he like so terribly drops the tray, like like <laughs> fake drops the tray because, oh my god, ladies! And it's unclear whether he's shocked by how beautiful the ladies are. He's never seen them before, or he's just like, "Oh, funny seeing you here." I'm gonna drop all this water. Yeah, for no. So amazing, and I'm like,
0: "Sir, you do realize you're going to be fired." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you left your job, you broke a bunch of dishes, and you just dipped out, and you didn't tell anybody. That's. I don't care how fine you are. You can't just leave your job. I know. Not cool, dude. (laughs) Not cool. Yeah. So weird. So I was also reflecting upon the lyrics of the the song, mm-hmm. and this is a really amazingly written song. Like, okay. I think this is a very strong pop song. Um, it's very assertive. Like, in the beginning of the song, um, it's basically this couple have either just had sex for the first time, or they've been going out for a while and sleeping together, and she's just like, you know, I'm not sure if you think that this is just, like hookup deal or if we're actually going to make a thing of this. So basically the song is just like, look, you're not going to hurt me if you tell me that this is not really what you want. That's cool. Don't waste my time. But if this is something you actually want, I need you to step it up. Yeah. And tell me how you feel. And I was like, that's really bracingly honest.
1: That is honest for a love song. I did not honestly spend a lot of time with the lyrics, but now that you're saying that. Yeah, no. I. Oh, that is... Yeah, this is very empowering. Yeah, so like like,
0: in the first like stanza or the first uh, verse, it's like, I don't want to rain on this parade, but I'm starting to question the love that was made. I'm not looking for just an affair. I want a love that's based on truth and not just dare. So like right there, she's just like, look, this is what it is. Um, I'm having some doubts. Can I talk to you about them? And this is what I want um my favorite line in the entire song is in the bridge is that um if you want my heart then it's time that you start to act like you're mine in the light and the dark so not just like be all on me when we're at your place or you're at my place mm-hmm. when we're outside i want you to act like we're in a relationship yeah and if we're not You're not going to hurt me if this is not what you want.
1: Well, yeah. The beginning of the bridge, she says, you will not hurt my pride if right now you decide that you're not ready to settle down, which is like kind of amazing for a love song. It's like, you know what? If you're not into this, aside from a hookup thing, that's okay, but you need to say it. Yeah. Like it's so, so amazingly healthy for a love song. Yeah.
0: It's like, it's very affirming in a way that, uh, and it's very, very bracingly honest in a way that's not... It's a little unusual for songs of this time period. Because usually you're like, oh, baby, I love you, baby, I love you, baby, I love you. I want you all the time, blah, blah, blah. A lot
1: of love songs can get into stalkery territory very quickly. Which
0: is a a thing that I've noticed a lot in these songs. That people are very aggressive (laughs) and just want to be in your life forever. And it's like, I don't really know you. And this is really weird and uncomfortable. But this one is just, hey... If you're here, you're here. If you're not, you're not. But let me know so that we're not wasting each other's time. Like I've heard every, I've heard all the lines. Tell me something new. Yeah. And that's so crazy. Like even like just re-listening to the song, like it's a great-sounding song. But then when you're yes. reading the lyrics, you're like, oh, yeah, this lady is Get coming it, very real. Yeah, she's very, very real about her shit. <laughs> Love it.
1: Do you know if they wrote this song?
0: um i think nicole was one of the writers okay. on the
1: song uh
0: do, 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 yeah nicole gilbert yeah she's listed as one of the people got it. and it's, it's her and two other guys
1: okay got it. they
0: wrote the song together cool um so that's kind of it's nice to have that sort of like male and female mm-hmm. perspective of of
1: this i will say I did feel bad for the one girl in the video who seems to like just be the backup singer for the other two? Yeah! The, sh- the other two, the the woman with the short cropped hair, and I don't know their names, unfortunately. I mean, I know their names, Short cropped
0: I- hair is Nicole. Is Nicole, okay. The one with the long braids that has like Princess Leia things going on and like a super long yeah.
1: torso crop top. Absolutely, prostitute. yeah.
0: She's Charmaine.
1: Charmaine, oh, And the
0: Charmaine. other one is uh we already forgot I, I, she's like the peggy she's the peggy oh of this she is
1: totally the peggy uh, of the and monica Skylar's. monica dubby okay
0: um she is totally oh okay so also the peggy of <laughs> that is a hamilton yeah please get your life and listen to that at least
1: listen to skylar sisters and then you'll get it yeah then come back
0: then you can come back to it
1: um yeah, I felt a little bad. I was like, "Are you gonna get kicked out of this group?" I feel like you're you're the you're the one who's not pulling things together. I haven't listened to the rest of the album. Maybe she like solos on a couple other songs. Now she's it's really
0: funny that you say like, "Hey, did you get kicked out of the group?" <laughs> did she get something? kicked out of the group? Aww. She is the one who actually left. She left early. Yeah. So it was speculated like right after the Grammy nomination thing, she left the, ru- the group for. Quote unquote health reasons. Um, Like the problem was cited as bronchitis, but Hmm. later it was found out that she had a lot of strife with the other two members of the group. So she ended up dipping. So now that you like, when you said that, I was just like, you really keyed into it. Yeah. Because obviously these first two other ladies, like, I think they're both the leads on um, Grapevine as well. Okay. So they are, they have the most powerful voices. Yeah. And the other one, she's just sort of, there.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you don't like her face is not shown that much in this video, honestly. No. Like she's you the other ones are singing more so they're highlighted more, but she's just like always kind of in the background behind them. Yeah,
0: sort of like hiding out. Yeah. Um I also like to refer at like the time period that this came out, the golden age of like R&B girl groups.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um,
0: there was like in vogue I feel like they really jumped it off mm-hmm. and once other like people in the record industry saw that was happening, they were like, "Oh, People are interested. Yeah, yeah. People love these ladies. Yeah. Shit, we need to
1: find more yeah. ladies. Let's find, let's find more cute black ladies and put them together. And, and put, put them, them sing. together. Yeah.
0: So there was um TLC. Yeah. Uh, there was another group called Jade. Okay. Um, and that was other like that was another like three lady affair. Okay. Um, also they had a lot of crop tops and their music videos too. Yeah. And their song, um, Don't Walk Away, they're basically wearing cut-up sweatshirts. Like, college sweatshirts. Yes. With, like, a, like and they're crop top sweatshirts. Yes. <laughs> which is very confusing to me to this day. Um, there was SWV. Like, oh, I yeah. remember them. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: okay. You're taking so, me back.
0: Oh, yeah. So this is, like, all around that time period of yeah. just, like, lots of black women on the radio singing and just being dope. <laughs> so when,
1: so this, yeah, this was, like, peak black lady girl group, yes. I would say. How do you think? Or grown lady. Grown lady. lady,
0: R&B girl group. Because later in like late 90s, early 2000s, you have a lot of like younger Younger. women. That's a
1: good point. So it's
0: like 702 and three little women, aka 3LW. And they're like high school age. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Even the British, like the British tried to get into it with a a group called Cleopatra. Mm -hmm. And there were these young like, um, I think they were African British or Caribbean British girls. Um, So that was like really, really young. But these all are like grown. Yeah. Grown ladies. Yeah.
1: Do you know, like, were Brownstone were they like? So they're from Los Angeles. I yes. feel like they should have been from New York with the name like Brownstone. Yeah, but exactly. Okay, whatever. I feel like some exec was sitting around with like, we need a group called Brownstone. Yeah, like, it's like, like they're brown
0: and they're strong. <laughs> exactly, so like, we got it. You're
1: Brownstone. Um, like, were they just like looking to make it big in Hollywood? Or I think do so we know?
0: because they, uh, yeah. So it says that they met each other after attending various auditions around the city. Okay, and I guess it's like, hey. We all sound really good on our own. Maybe we should just join forces mm. and try to get something together.
1: Okay.
0: I feel like maybe that was their their plan. It was like, oh, you know, I've been hoofing it around. Yeah. I can't really get anything, make anything work. We all became friends. We're kind of roughing it out together. Maybe we should try and see if we can find some success as a group. And a year later, they were signed to Michael Jackson's label. So, so, uh, so
1: they were signed in 94? I believe
0: 94, 95. 94? Okay. And uh, the, the album came out, it might have been a little before then, because I believe From the Bottom Up came out in 94. Let's double check that. Okay. Do, 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 Checking the interwebs. Internet oh my God. Okay, so From the Bottom Up was released January 10th, 1995. All right, and it actually went platinum.
1: That's amazing. It good, went good platinum, for you, It was
0: on the peak position on the charts. Uh, the US R&B charts, it reached four, and uh, on the just US regular charts, it was twenty nine. Nice. So they had two albums. The second album. Which was released, I think, two years later. It was called "Still Climbing," and that only went to 51 on the U.S. charts and 16 on the U.S. R&B. So it did not. It did not do very well.
1: <laughs> so, did they break up right after that album?
0: So after from the bottom up, uh, sh- um, Mimi, Monica, whatever, she yeah, left the group, Peggy. Yeah, uh, the Peggy of the group. She left, and then other ladies kind of like filled in her role as sort of it looked like it was sort of like a revolving door oh, yeah. of okay. ladies. Um so yeah, I think this was just like this was their moment. That was their golden moment in that time. That was their moment. And mm-hmm. uh they didn't really reach the same success uh, afterward. Also some sad news, um so Charmaine, Maxina, aka Maxie Maxwell, passed away uh, in two thousand fifteen. In a freak accident in her home.
1: Oh.
0: Um, so her husband, who's actually a like a Dutch producer, um, who actually produced from the bottom up. He's okay. one of the producers, and they, I guess they end up falling falling in love. They got married, had a son. He came home to find her like bleeding on the floor of their kitchen. Oh God! Um, and I think like the speculation was is that she fell. And she had had like a like a wine glass in her hand, like either like a wine glass had broken, and she was picking it up, and she slipped, and she fell, and it cut her. Ooh. So like she was in unconscious, and it had cut her like in the neck area.
1: Oh my god! And he found
0: her like when he got home. Oh! Um, so really, really, really terrible. That's so Charmaine terrible. was the one with the uh, the long hair that was in oh, the uh, okay in the uh, Princess Leia. Yeah,
1: buns, the Princess Leia brains. Oh man, which
0: uh which was, was really sad, and it just makes yeah. me feel that like. When I'm looking up all of these older artists, you're gonna run into that a lot. A lot yeah. of them are just like either like you know they're broken up, and mm-hmm. then one or, or one or two or all the members have passed away, yeah, and it just really kind of makes me sad that like if they ever decided to reunite and do that song, you're not gonna have her voice on, yeah,
1: it. and she was key, yeah, and
0: I feel like she like she sings the second um the second light and dark mm-hmm. chorus. Yeah. And, like, when she goes super high, yeah. that's her. And, like, I that was always my favorite part of the song. So, so strong she's and so good. powerful. So it just it makes me sad that she's not around anymore.
1: That is very sad. So, and I also, like, I'm surprised these women didn't do more solo stuff. Like... Or do, I mean, maybe they did. It's we're like, do you do you know more about them? No, I don't know. Cause I, like they were beautiful, like very marketable. Oh and, sure, like, and had amazing voices.
0: Well, I feel like they probably did some like session work or backup probably, work, yeah. Um, which was a big thing. Uh, there was another singer that was uh maybe a little bit earlier, like nineteen eighty nine, um, nineteen ninety. Her name was Tracy Spencer, mm-hmm. and she was kind of like a one hit wonder. Um, black girl from, like, I think she's from Davenport, Iowa. Okay. And she ended up, after, you know, having her hit in the sun, she did modeling, and she also did, um, like, background vocals for Kanye West and a a bunch of other people. So there were still ways to, like, make it happen. So I'm assuming they probably did a little bit of the same. But, like, once you get a taste of fame on this level like being nominated for a grammy like michael jackson's label loved you and like signed you up a year after you formed like you kind of want that same oomph and it's it's not gonna be enough so i'm sure they were like hustling and trying to make it happen for a while. Um, and I think Charmaine, like I said, she was married to that producer. Right. So I'm pretty sure she still had a hand yeah, somewhere. Yeah, she was probably music.
1: working somewhere. Yeah, right. like
0: either producing or helping discover people or writing songs. Like, you know, there's always something that you can do. But once you have a taste of fame on this level, it's, yeah.
1: it's pretty massive. So, Monique, did you, like, did, had you heard the song on the radio a lot when it came out? Like, were you oh, aware? They, you were like, oh, yes? Oh, super
0: aware. They okay. played this on Hot 97. All the time. And also a lot on BET. Okay. I honestly don't remember if I've ever seen this video on MTV. Okay. I highly doubt yeah. it. Yeah. It was definitely very, very heavy on um, v- uh, BET. And I think a little bit on VH1 as well. Because back in the day, VH1 was more of like adult contemporary. Yes, exactly. So some of these things you would definitely see um, on VH1. Never okay. on MTV. Never on MTV. So they played this song to death. <laughs> <Like> I, <laughs> okay. This and Grapevine... All, all the, the time. time,
1: all the time, all the time. So you sent this to me, and it like sounded familiar, but again, it has that like '90s girl group sound. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I honestly do not remember if I had heard the song before you sent it to me right. a few weeks ago. Because um, like I knew, I like sort of knew in Vogue. I knew TLC. I like you said, SWV earlier, which I mm-hmm. like. I like. I know the name now yes. that you mention it. Now, but mm-hmm. I was. I grew up in a very like white ass town, <laughs> and. <laughs> Like <laughs> like we didn't I don't think we had like a more R and B uh centric radio station. Really? Um there may have been, um, and maybe I was just like so unaware of it that
0: it just wasn't it on just your like, radar. It wasn't on my radar like, no, at all. I mean, to be terribly honest, like it probably wouldn't have been. Like if like for like all these songs they're approaching a certain target market. Mm-hmm. So unless you live in like a metropolis that is like fairly diverse in right. some ways you're probably not gonna know like any of these songs or yeah. like are not familiar with these
1: names yeah no it like it's i don't know it's so interesting to me being like oh like all of this stuff was happening <laughs> yeah it's outside just, of my tiny little bubble yeah <laughs> it's just like
0: all of this like culture like this totally different culture mm-hmm. which was like on an everyday basis like right. first name everyday basis to me yeah it just goes to show you, like, depending on where you are in the country, mm-hmm. you may have never heard of these things. Right. But like, you know, there's just like a, there is a baseline for pop culture yes. that like everyone sort of knows. Yeah. And in certain different arenas, there'll be other pockets of culture that you just you would never you would never dream of.
1: Yeah, it's like the, the layers of like again. I saw like En Vogue and TLC, and I was like, yeah, I'm into this. But there were like so many groups yeah. like
0: that would the, like, like
1: Brownstone, like who doing are, very similar stuff. Yeah, because it was the, good. Yeah, because Grammy. Like, those
0: the TLC and En Vogue, those are the ones who like broke through that yeah. pop culture, that black pop culture enclave to yeah. become general culture. Yeah. Like, if you say In Vogue, everyone knows who En yeah, like, yeah. Vogue is. Unless you just weren't living in this country. Mm-hmm. In the 90s, you know who they are. You definitely know who... T- like, TLC is so ingrained in popular culture in yeah. so many different ways. Like, you literally have to have been living under a rock if you don't know who <laughs> they are. But, Pretty like, story. but Brownstone, they just had, like, one moment in the sun. Also, they didn't win that Grammy that year. That's another reason why no one knows who, the, yeah. who they are. Because if the, if the times are different and we could go back in time and things changed maybe they would have been as big as TLC you maybe, never know because yeah. then like you know people would have seen them as super marketable um aside from the fact that there are three very beautiful ladies there's not really anything personality wise that is drawing you to find out more about them that's true with TLC there were very three distinct personalities yeah and very three distinct different voices as cool and as amazing bro- as Brownstone were, personality-wise, they were pretty dry. Like you didn't really know what was really going on. Right.
1: It seemed very like you are beautiful people who sing well. Yeah. There's like again, the video had like a very comically generic yeah storyline. Yeah. And, like
0: there was nothing like fun or super duper interesting going on, other than uh, some cool dancing. Yeah. Like there was like some random two people like dancing and oh yeah, jerseys. the
1: weird like like street scene. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, man now that
0: you're saying that the walls with the graffiti are like
1: yeah, so fake it was so it, it made me uncomfortable almost a little bit you're like i feel like maybe you guys are not from the street or yeah. this video is not like well if this you're thinking so... la if
0: you're thinking like hollywood la and not yeah. like and not like urban like yes. quote unquote urban like compton or anything yeah. like that you're like well this is what the streets exactly. look like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's graffiti people be dancing. people <laughs> just dance for no goddamn reason <laughs> so yeah it's just it's a little off-putting. And I'm just like, all yeah, right. I mean. It's
1: funny. Generic
0: um, urban neighborhood. <laughs> you can't really tell where the <laughs> hell it is.
1: Because you want to say it's oh. New York or maybe Chicago. Yeah. Because it, it has that, like, it has a very dark brownstone look to it. <laughs> um, har har. Uh. Yeah. I also, guys, please watch this video just for this guy weightlifting on the street, which is the most <laughs> hilarious thing ever that you're just like, what is your life like that you are shirtless weightlifting on the street, bro? Like, like honestly,
0: it just seems like a really, like, prison thing to <laughs> <do>. <laughs> Like, I'm just going to weightlift in public. I'm just going to sweat so you can just watch me because exactly. I'm so hardcore. These ladies are going to
1: come by and pick me up.
0: Yeah. It's just like, sir, were you just, like, lying in wait for ladies or something? Like, this is mad. Year. he
1: was probably
0: <laughs> so the remix uh video for this was like a remix Ooh. with uh, rapper craig mack who okay. he's a uh, he is a famous rap hunt one hit wonder for the amazing song flavor in your ear um he collaborated a lot with um i believe he collaborated a lot with uh, buster rhymes okay and like i said one hit wonder he did the rap verse in the remix and it was directed by hype williams oh nice williams is like a legendary legendary director he's directed uh mary j blige wu-tang beyonce jack white like across the board like hip-hop uh r&b pretty much any music legend um but he got his start with hip-hop videos and um I just, I love his work so, so much. He's really awesome. So that, I think that was
1: really cool. So the remi- is the remix video, like, actually good or still uh, hilarious it's good? It's fine. Okay, it's fine.
0: There's nothing really dynamic going on All other right. than, like, there's still the singing and then there's a scene with him. There's, like, a blue, like, background behind him and he's rapping. It's just kind of like, we're going to try and make more money off of this song by putting <laughs> a, a rapper yeah. of the moment because, like, this, w- around that time was Craig Max moment. okay. So they're like, okay, he's hot right now. They're hot right now. Yeah. Let's put him together. Mashup, yeah. yeah. And let's just do a thing and try to make more money. Nice. Um, other than that, it's not like uh, any other song that has like a, a rap verse in it that's like, whoa, you totally remember that verse. It's very forgettable. Okay. It's it's a very like throwaway verse. Um I think what else? Do we have any other thoughts? So
1: there's um I know this was sampled in some stuff. Did you yes. um were you able to uh
0: let's track dive some. into that well, more? I actually you know what for this one I actually didn't listen to any of the things that it was sampled in, but I'm pretty sure I can find it. Oh, so there is a Canadian rapper who I've never heard of before named uh Tory Lanes who sampled the song for his hit single Say It. Oh, so I think he sampled they're... the chorus? Say it. Um, And I remember looking in the comments underneath uh, Brownstone's video and people were just very... There were two distinct camps. Like, two of them were, like, one was like, wow, it's really great that he pulled this, like, this song and sort of brought it forth, like, brought it back into the collective consciousness. I mean, I've never heard of him, so I'm guessing he's big in Canada. Yeah. Um, so, like, to bring this uh, song to a different audience. Mm-hmm. And then there was other people who were like, grumble, grumble, grumble. This is another new person fucking up this old, great <laughs> song. Wham, 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 wham. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Okay. Um, and those people, I... Uh, Good music comes from every time period. And I feel like you're just always going to have people who are just so mad that their style of music is not really what's in vogue anymore. And like just shit on like whatever is modern and fresh and new. Like music is constantly evolving. And I just feel like it's so laborious and pointless to lament that. Like how about we just like celebrate that these someone knew who these people were
1: anyway? Yeah, and took it and like made a new piece of art. And with like it. kind of yeah. made it
0: their own. Um, let us see.
1: Uh, while you're looking for this, I also want to comment on, I'm really glad I got to watch this and then also watch a bunch of, again, I went down an Envo rabbit hole It was oh, great. Oh, yes. So much amazing 90s lipstick game happening. <laughs> the, like, super matte, like, purpley lipstick mm-hmm. that, like, I had forgotten about for a while that I was like, oh, right. That's, like That's
0: what we were doing then. <laughs> like, matte, it was either matte, uh, like, purple, dark mm-hmm. purples, and lots of black.
1: Yeah, like, lots, of like, dark lots bl- of like almost goth style. Yeah, yeah. like in that
0: goth vein. Oh, um, I remember my sisters really abusing the fuck out of some black lipstick back <laughs> in the
1: day.
0: Like every single outfit. And my mother hated it. Oh because she's like, she's like, this is like the least ladylike looking look. It just seemed weird. But my sisters were like super into it. Right. So it was a lot of browns, yeah. a lot of purples, and mm-hmm. a lot of blacks. Um, which was like... Edgy and cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I can't seem to find any other things that this was sampled in. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, I can only find the Canadian dude.
1: Yeah, I kind of want someone to sample, like, the acapella version or to, like, do a remix of it. Just cause I it think that would so be really beautiful. Cool. Like, there's, there's a lot you could do out there, Beyonce. Honestly, so, like, uh, <laughs> right, right.
0: And I feel like Destiny's Child definitely missed out on a, a happening to either redo Grapevine mm-hmm. or redo... Um, if you love me, mm-hmm. they totally could have just released an acapella version of that song, and it would have killed. Yes, it would have so absolutely good. killed. So, I mean, she, I mean, she could still do it now. Exactly. Yeah. Come <laughs> so, Beyoncé, if you <laughs> happen to be listening, yeah, to we this know podcast, you're listening to this
1: podcast, Beyoncé. <laughs> yeah,
0: someone has we recommended know. it to you. Yeah. Please redo this song because it would be freaking great. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think that's that.
1: That might be it. Yeah. That might be it. Um. I have any any little, other final thoughts? Any final thoughts, thoughts about this? Final thoughts. final thoughts. I mean, I guess what what do you think where do you think this kind of 90s lady moment ended? Like what do you think was the oh, gosh. the end of that? Or do you think it just kind of evolved into the like I think it ev- one, into the te- like teenagers. Yes, I
0: think it evolved <laughs> into cuz between the time of well actually it's still kind of in there now. Like the early 2000s, late 90s, people really started c- caring about what young people did. Mm, so you have like the point. teen movie thing. And yeah. you sort of moving away from like grown adult movies yes. into like more teen dramas and comedies. Also, I think boy bands
1: happened. Ah, dang. Yeah.
0: Like NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, mm-hmm. like all of that started at like to reach a fever, fever pitch. Mm-hmm. So I think people just sort of forgot. Yeah. I think people just sort of People were forgot. so
1: focused on like the youth,
0: the youth. Yeah. yeah. And then like you had um Biggie and you had Tupac like mm-hmm. it was a shift away from more female-led vocalists yeah. and more into more male rap artists. Mm-hmm. I feel like as they became more popular the ladies sort of fell to the wayside Um, because even in vogue their last big hit was don't let go love which was on the uh set it off soundtrack Mm -hmm. and that i remember when that came out that was the last time i ever really heard about them. yeah and then they were all doing sort of like solo stuff and their own thing and then just sort of kind of faded away i mean i know they're still around they actually performed here a couple of years ago right um so they're still active but with all the boy band stuff going on, I think people just sort of, like, they yeah. were on to the next thing. Yeah. They were just, they had moved on. And then you had, like, Neo Soul ladies coming mm-hmm. out with, like, Air Bad Badu. So you're getting more into, like, the just individual ladies, superstar but, yeah. thing going on.
1: I mean, it almost became more specific. Like, Brownstone was almost just so, like, like you everyone can listen to the song and be like, oh, it's a nice song. Yeah. Like, you know, like, the song is not going to offend anyone. Right. But, like, it sounds like it became a little more niche.
0: Yes. Um... Driven. for sure
1: for sure all right yeah that's like that's a
0: really great point i didn't even really think about that yeah once the boy bands came out so it's all the band the boy bands yeah, fault
1: exactly <laughs> who Thanks, brought Justin down timberlake right Ugh.
0: bringing on the rain of <laughs> the short-lived reign of brownstone uh, you killed Charmaine, JT. No, no. Oh, it's, it's conspiracy theory. Oh shit! He probably didn't. He probably uh, didn't. He was probably like a baby. Yeah, she, he was the
1: child. Yeah, um, he,
0: he was. He was not young. Um, or not old. Anyway, true. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for coming and talking to me about. Thanks this. for the. Thanks
1: for doing this. This is awesome. I am. I
0: like. I'm so happy we got to talk about the song because it is a. It is a classic to it me. Really is. I really love it.
1: So yeah, watch the videos and someone out there please sample this or do something with it with the acapella version because it's so good. It's so beautiful. It really,
0: really is. Like I had never seen that version of the video before and I was really, really struck by how astoundingly great it is. It's so
1: good. Yeah, just do that. Do that. It'll make you feel good
0: so uh yeah that brings an end to another episode of black famous um rate and review me on itunes um i never used to do that for podcasts and now i kind of realize like wow that's actually kind of important so do it for mine i'll do it (laughs) for yours uh you can reach me on the social medias um at uh eatin this bitch at twitter and instagram that's e-a-t-i-n-i-s-t bitch and that's all one word Um, where can we find you, Joan?
1: Um, you can find me on the interwebs on most social media platforms. I am Joan the Baker. Joan the Baker, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Uh, I haven't haven't really figured out Snapchat yet, but, you know, follow me. Oh,
0: man, Snapchat Mm -hmm. is like the dumbest thing ever, but it's also (laughs) simultaneously amazing.
1: It kind of is. Oh, gosh, it's so
0: silly. It's so terrible, and it's like the downfall of the youth, but I really (laughs) enjoy it for some silly reason. Uh, So, Oh, also, I'm on Snapchat, too, at the same name. So uh, I take a lot of pictures of food um i ramble a lot um i like to play with those really silly filters Mm -hmm. um it's a fun time so join me um so i'll see you guys next time or you'll hear me next time have a great night bye